Oh. Oh. Whoa. What's up, everybody? Three and a possible here. Two and a possible just for now. Devion should be joining us here shortly. We got me, Will, you got Joe. We got some early season NBA shit. No one's really running away with anything, Joe. A lot of, not, lot really, of not, right now. Yeah. not a not a real dominant start for anybody. Last year we saw uh Golden State and Phoenix kind of jump out in front of everybody. No one's really doing that this year. Not really happening. Not, not my uh mental MVP look sounds pretty nice right now. You know, it started off a lot better yeah. than it's gone recently. You know, they had that little like That's eight fair. and one, nine and one start. Now they've kind of came back they a little bit to reality, reality, down to eleven and six, but now they're looking good. Donovan Mitchell's uh Donovan Mitchell was a great was a great input for them. I don't think he's in no goddamn MVP race. Hey, he's doing his he thing. Is early. Sure. He, was, he is early. He's playing well. He's playing well. <laughs> I mean, I need to, I, I need that to happen. I need that to at least make it hey, to if that break. If that happens, it. Joe, you gotta you gotta post. We're we're posting that clip everywhere. Everywhere. It's like man, I should have put money on it. Yeah, you could have got. You probably could have got good odds on that. One. Not that crazy. That's good. It's good. It's not that crazy. <laughs> All right, let's talk about let's talk about a little news going around the NBA. Um, let's start with with Brooklyn. We surprisingly have a final from Brooklyn that just went, but we're going to start with. Um, I'll call it some good. Kyrie is back. Yes, sir. Last Sunday, Kyrie was reinstated. He ended up missing eight games due to suspension. He finally man. he finally apologized like a like a grown up. So good job, Kyrie. Um, he's also I just want to point this out that we're going to talk about the bad with Kyrie. Which I'll talk about the good things he does. He, unrelated to his anti-Semitic comments, he donated to and I'm blanking on her name. Uh, the the Ooh, woman Robinson. that the woman that was killed in in Mexico that. That's a whole fucked up story. He donated $65,000 of his own money just just to help that family out and help them get through a, a truly awful time. So, like, again, I think Kyrie is usually well-intentioned. Just really, please just know what you're fucking going to – you're posting about, Kyrie, please. Like, so we don't have to do this bullshit again. Um, but so Kyrie's back. Ben Simmons – starting to he's been playing but he's actually starting to play a little better now he's starting to, we're starting to kind of recognize the ben simmons that we are kind of got used to in uh philly um but speaking of philly and ben simmons they made their return to philly tonight uh philly missing Embiid, maxi harden no problem beat Kyrie, kd and ben simmons but uh Sticking with the Ben Simmons track, he did have 11 points, 11 assists, seven seven rebounds, three steals, three blocks. Filled up the stat sheet. Wasn't enough for the team to win. Uh, so, Joe, what I want to know from you before this game, they'd won two straight. Like, how how are you kind of gauging the temperature with you know the pieces starting to come back? Ben Simmons has returned to form a little bit. Like, how are you how are you judging the Nets right now? Like, how do you how do you uh, feel about the Nets? Uh, they still need to work on that defense. I mean, I know when Jock Vaughn became the head coach, they had a couple of games where their defense went from last to damn near first. But they're getting still a little lax on that defense, and they don't really have a role guy yet that you can count on. I mean, I guess they wanted Curry to be that guy, but he does he's coming back from injury. He really doesn't look like that guy quite yet where 
you can consistently to count on him as as a bench role position getting points. They don't have a six man like Claxton's not doing it. They need somebody like that to do it consistently because we know what they can do offensively, but it's just not enough. Apparently, it's not enough. I do like what I've seen out of Ben Simmons, though. He's not afraid to attack the rim. He's not very hesitant anymore. It seems like he's getting it together a little bit. So I do love that. That's great. But besides that, they can put up all the points they want, but they can't stop anybody, and that's going to be the biggest issue. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be something to watch. And, and again, Ben Simmons, to me, is one of the more dynamic – defensive players in the entire NBA. He's not this fake defensive lord like like Rudy out in Minnesota where you can get played <laughs> up the court. Like like Ben, Ben can guard one through five. He can switch. But the thing is, like you can do all that you want, but if the other four aren't staying connected to the entire defense, it, I mean it's helpful, but like we saw tonight, it's not like they were making making their shots really on Ben. Right, like they're getting, you know, Ben's doing his thing. Defense is collapsing. They're moving the ball. You know, no James Harden in the mix, so the ball is actually moving around the around the court. People are getting getting good looks from three, and like again, it's only so much that one person can do. Everybody's got to be bought in defensively, and I think that's kind of what I'm. I think it's. I think we're kind of saying the same thing. Like that's where I'm kind of concerned with with them. Like you said, like they can like Kyrie was efficient tonight. KD was efficient tonight. Ben was efficient tonight. And yet, they they still lost because they didn't stop anybody. I will I will say, don't love Durant taking fourteen shots in a game. Yeah, I, I want that closer to twenty. But I mean, I'm not. I, that's again, like that's like nitpicking. Like Kyrie was twelve of twenty. KD was nine of fourteen. So like, yeah, at the end of the day, those guys those guys gave you what twenty one of thirty four or thirty two, thirty four. Like like like. That's good. So, yeah, I don't know. They got they got they got to figure out the rotation. Like they're they're like I like that Jacques Vaughn simplified things. I think it was a good starting point. But we got to see them now build on, like build some more complexities and more and more team defense. I think. Yeah, they need to do something definitely defensively, or they're not going to make it very far. Because we've seen what the Celtics can do. If someone can play defense against you and slow you down, but you can't slow them down, you're gonna lose. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we saw that. Yeah, you're exactly right. That's how they got drafted in the first round last year. And you know what I think they kind of missed? They don't have, they don't have like a high motor guard. No, like, all they of don't. Them, you're right. Players are 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 I mean, really they're two, That's a good point. three defensive, like above average defensive players is Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons obviously being the best one, and Royce O'Neal being a very good defender as well. But like those are all bigger guys. So like when the ball starts getting swung around real quick. You need you need your 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 kind of high energy guards that are gonna really dig in and get after and chase people off the three point line. They don't really have that guy. Like all of their guards are really just purely offensive players. They don't have anyone yes. that takes no. pride defensively from the guard position at this point. So yeah, I think Bruce Brown was kind of a guy that did that for him last year who little, left yep. who left to Denver. So. I think that they they might need to make a move some here midseason to get somebody kind of like that. I don't know why Rubio keeps popping in my head, but I feel like he'd be a good piece for them too. Yeah, is he is he unsigned? Is he? Unsigned I don't know. Or is, he, or is he still on Cleveland? I can't I, remember. I think he's on Cleveland, but I don't know either. Yeah, I haven't seen him that much. 
That's yeah, why I was thinking. He had, he had the big would... injury. Let me let me let me try yeah, and that'd, that'd actually game. be a great fit. Why do, why do I Google Rubio and fucking Marco Rubio is the first person to fucking come up? That's disgusting. Boy, man, yes. I was gonna look up Rubio and I knew better than that. All right, yeah, Ricky he's Rubio. Played. He's played. Oh, okay. No way. Ain't played in a couple of weeks. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure. Ricky Rubio um, is still with the Cavaliers. He returned he to the Cavaliers, but um, yeah, doesn't look like doesn't look. It's yeah. I guess they're saying his timetable is still uncertain, and they're hoping for a return in December for. for oh Rubio, man. So. So still in the contract, but that'll be, you know, like you see Cleveland kind of figuring out, maybe they don't want to mess with it. Maybe you can ship them something, first round pick or something to get a Ricky Rubio. That'd be a, that'd be a good in season move. They need someone kind of like that. Um, but we did talk, did just talk about his injuries. So let's talk about some of the injuries that are piling up So many in the NBA. I mean, look, November basketball is already they should be fantastic. But uh, when you add this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the rundown. So I'm gonna put this out there. I don't know if we can have Germ back on the back on the podcast because for both his and my sake, because since he came on the podcast, the 76ers have lost James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, and Joel Embiid. My Heat have lost Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, Victor Oladipo, who had not played at that point either. Right. Bam got hurt. Who has returned since? Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson, <laughs> like. Like, the whole goddamn Heat team got injured since fucking Jaron came on. So, I don't know if he's going to be allowed back on. Your Lakers lost LeBron. The Grizzlies lost Ja. The Clippers yep. have had PG and Kawhi going in and out the lineup. Like, these, this is a lot of star power that the NBA is missing early in November. I'm sure the ratings are not quite hitting the peaks that they want yeah. to. Um, but what I want to ask uh, you, Joe. Oh, and the Warriors are resting star players when they play the Pelicans. Yeah, I didn't even mention Zion's been in and out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, as well, and then Zion, the yeah, it's crazy. Um, but Joe, what I want to, I want what I want to ask you about it. Of the five teams that I listed, uh, all you know have varying degrees of title hopes. Mm-hmm. I'm being very generous, generous with your Lakers in that conversation. But the Sixers, Heat, Lakers, Grizzlies, and Clippers. Of those five, who are you most concerned with dealing with the injuries, and who are you least concerned with dealing with the injuries? Uh, I'm going to say the 76ers just because Joe Embiid, obviously, because his injury history. And then the last time we seen James Harden injured, it was his hamstring. And it was about two years that he was dealing with that hamstring. So if he's having an injury, I don't know. I mean, he's always been durable. But the last injury has me concerned because he can build up. He is getting older. Maybe his injury will take longer. And then Maxi, they they really need him, and his potential is pretty excellent. So – if he's hurt for long term, I really think it's gonna hurt him. Tonight may have been just a, may have been a little bit of a fluke because they're playing Brooklyn that doesn't play much defense. But those three point shots are gonna be falling, and those guys aren't gonna be and they're out for that long. So, I mean, man, and Tobias Harris is gonna it's gonna be a struggle for him to score the longer those guys are out because people are just gonna clamp down on him, and that's gonna be a struggle. So I'm gonna have to choose the Seventy Sixers, and they're already not winning that many games as it is. So. The longer those guys are out of the deeper hole, they're going to dig themselves. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm a, yeah, I'm definitely going to agree. Sixers are the most concerning because, like you said, their stars, we've seen injuries derail seasons for them. Um, 
you know, the other teams that we've listed, the Heat, like none of those injuries seem like they're super serious with the exception of maybe, you know, Oladipo with just everything that he's battled. But, yeah, I mean, the Heat are kind of kidding themselves that they expected Oladipo they to play him, 75 right? games, right? So, you know, it sounds like Hero and Jimmy are coming back soon. Bam's already returned. Um, LeBron's injury does not seem yeah. super – yeah, it's terrible. Like, yeah, it's just like they're just not going to push it in November. And honestly, it's starting to bring some good things out of Anthony Davis. So this might oh. be like a blessing in disguise for the Lakers. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, the Grizzlies, Jaws already planning to return, I think, tonight or tomorrow. So that's not too serious. And then Paul George, Kawhi, that team's used to it at this point. So it's just of the teams, I'm least <laughs> concerned with, with, the, with Memphis just because I think they just – I love the way that they're, those guys like can step up and then right back down into their roles. Like I, that the chemistry on that team is fantastic. And it's it's exactly the chemistry is what it is. And I don't like people saying that they play better without Ja. Yeah, they play better without Ja because they're constantly moving the ball. When Ja has it, it's the Ja shows what how it's supposed to go. Like they're better with him, so they can stop that noise that right. they maybe there. There is a there is a very clear ceiling. Come on now. if Ja Morant's not playing. Like, exactly. that ceiling is right here. They are, you know, the old Toronto Raptors that we saw in the East, the Atlanta Hawks team that w- was a one seed. Like, they are those teams with that have no one – no one actually thinks can win a fucking championship. Mm-hmm. With Ja, they have championship aspirations because he's that, he's that special. He's that good. Um, yeah, so let's – Let's do a little buy or sell, Joseph. I want I want to I want to dig into these a little bit. I want to I want to okay. get into these a little bit because these first two made a big trade last year. So the first team that we're going to start with, buy or sell, the Indiana Pacers. They are 10 and 6. They are fourth in the East right now. Now, I'm not going to ask you to buy or sell them as a championship contender cuz we all know that's not fucking happening. Mm-hmm. But I want to buy. I want to ask you buy or sell that they can be a playoff threat. And what I mean by playoff threat is get a top six seed, basically steal one of those top six seeds from some of these teams that, you know, probably thought their life was going to be kind of sweet. You know, maybe the Bulls or the Hawks. Hell, the way my Heat season starting, the Heat. You know, like, like can mm-hmm. they snag one of those top six seeds in the in the East? Buy or sell. I'm going to sell it. And hold, hold on. Let me give you a stat that I did not know until today doing a little prep for the show. Do you know who leads the NBA in assists per game right now? Tyrese Halliburton. Really? Ten I didn't realize seven, that. Seven, I believe. I did not realize that. Okay. I'm still yeah, selling ten, it. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> not that. I'm selling it. And I mean, they do got some good young talent, but... I just don't think all those pieces are going to stay there all year long. I, I get it. If Rick Carlisle, Miles Turner is actively out there talking about how he wants to be in L.A. and he's playing for a team still. It's kind of crazy to me. And Rick Carlisle is not going to have that. He's not going to live it there. He's a hard coach. They not All the pieces not staying there. And so that's going to that, – and I don't think they're going to be able to keep it up. I get they're winning right now, but Myers Turner looks pretty good right now, like, He's going to be a trade piece at that deadline. He's going to be traded. He's not staying with Indiana all the year. And that's the main reason I'm selling it. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna sell that they can steal one of those top six spots. At the end of the day, in the NBA, you need talent. Yeah. And, like, yes, coaching makes a big difference. I'm not underappreciating coaching. I, I, 
I get it. But you need a certain level of talent, and their best player probably is Tyrese Halliburton right now, a great player. But when you look at those top teams in the NBA, he's not he's not one of those guys. You know, like he might get there. Maybe by the end of the year, we do think he is one of those guys. But then it's like, like you said, okay, is Buddy Heal going to stay there all year? Is Miles Turner going to stay there all year? Like, they're going to have to make a decision by the trade deadline. Like, are these people really part of the, our future? I think yeah. Halliburton has proven yes. But Miles Turner and Buddy Heald, I don't know. And if they lose them, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what then. Like it's like you said, I don't know that I really buy it. So I'm gonna sell the Pacers. Good story. I will say I think they can be in the play-in mix, though. I think they have earned that. Beginning of the year, I would have thought they were competing for Victor, but now I got them. I'll say they got a shot at the play-in. That's where I'm. That's where I'm gonna land at <laughs> right now. But we'll see. the next, the next team I want to talk about is who they traded with to get Tyrese Halliburton, the Sacramento Kings. They had a rough start to the year, but are now up to fifth in the West. I believe they are 10 and seven. And De'Aaron Fox is playing very good basketball. Um, Nine and six, sorry, not 10 and seven, nine and six. De'Aaron Fox is playing very good basketball. Sabonis playing very well. Uh, Finally. Yeah, like like the, all those pieces that you know, when we talked about it last year when the trade went down, we thought it was you know it kind of made sense. Like I, we thought both teams got complementary pieces, right? Like Halliburton Fox, not the greatest um, fit, right? Like Fox and Sabonis, much better fit. So, what do you what do you think about the Kings? Like I, I had them when we did our preseason preview. I had them as 10 seed in the play-in. So same type of question. Do you buy that they could take one of those top six spots in the West? Uh, uh, I'm selling it. I do like seeing them. I think offensively they can put up points any given night against any team. And I think teams are going to start to realize that and they're going to start clamping up on them. But, cause, but defensively they, they're not there. Like Sabonis and Saxon's not not going to be – their defensive liabilities, it can be. I mean, Sabonis can dominate a game when he wants to, but we haven't seen him do it consistently enough yet. So I know offensively they can put up points. Like we saw him put up points against Brooklyn. They can put up points, but I think people are going to start realizing that this is not a this is not one game you can just walk in and win. It's not the old Kings. Like they can put up points on you, so people are going to pay attention to that as the season goes. And I guess they're going to touch taking them a little serious offensively, so they're going to start playing defense against them. They're not going to play defense, and then they're going to start falling down. So I'm selling it. All right. You can sell it. I'm buying. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm in. I'm in. I think they can. Yeah. I think they can. I think I think when I look at – so when I look at the teams in the West, right, let, let's, let's go through this. There's Utah. There's Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Denver Clippers ahead of them right now. Utah, I'm sorry. Great story. Not, not buying. So. It's going to maintain. Like no. I think that I think the Kings are better than Utah. Um, I agree. I agree. Now Golden State is currently sitting at eleven. 
I expect them by the end of the year to jump Sacramento, obviously. But when I look at like these teams that they're right around, so they're nine and six. The Pelicans are ten and seven. Clippers are eleven and seven. Denver ten and six. Memphis ten and seven. Portland ten and seven. Like I don't necessarily. Yeah, like I'm not necessarily worried about Portland being better than finishing with a better record than them. I really don't know that I buy LA Clippers finishing with a better record than them just because of how many people are going in and out of that lineup. I just think that's going to eventually catch up to them. Um, and even like, there's something about Denver this year that just seems off to me. Now it's it's obviously early, but like I, it wouldn't shock me if they if they snagged like that six seed. Wow. It, it, it just it would not shock me. Like again, I know the Mavs and Luca is like everybody's darling, but he's going back to playing a lot of a lot of James Harden yes. type basketball, and like that's fine. He's going to put up some amazing stats, but yeah, you know, I mean, they Wood might they might expected either probably. He's not what playing a lot either. He was asked no. about that last night. Like he's he's not getting a lot of minutes. I don't know, like, you know that I hate that brand of basketball that Luka, James Harden play. I just don't buy it. Um, I think they can win some games that way, obviously, but, you know, it it also wouldn't shock me if they stayed in that little 9, 8, 7 spot and ended up finishing below Sacramento, who seems to to share the basketball a little more. Now, they do need to lock in a little more defensively, but they they do have, like, they got Davion Mitchell, who is a stopper at guard. Like, he is a stopper. You know, and Kevin Herter's playing very well. Like, he's low-key. That was a low-key, like, great addition when they traded uh, mm-hmm. to Atlanta for him. So, you know, like, I think you got some pieces. I'm, I'm buying them. I, got, I like that. Like, now they might end up at seven or eight, and then that's fine. But I, th- I think they, they, they can contend for, for one of those top six spots. I'm in. They got a good to young team. You're right. They, they really do. I just like the way they play. You know, they, like they play very free mm-hmm. on offense. They, you know, the ball doesn't just like De'Aaron Fox is a menace when he wants to be, uh-huh. yeah. but he doesn't. But the ball doesn't necessarily stick in his hands every possession, every critical possession. Like the ball can move, it can go to Sabonis, who they kick it to somebody else. Someone can cut. You know, Herder can flare up for an open shot. Like, they, like I like the brand of basketball that they play. Harrison Barnes, Wiley Vet, like, like they. They got some. They got some players. They got some players. I've been impressed. Almost all. You want to talk about your Lakers? We'd have to if we have to, man. Not much to talk about. I mean, your Lakers. Have, your Lakers have won three straight. Three straight, Joseph. Anchored by three straight thirty and fifteen games by Anthony Davis. Only three Lakers have ever done that. Anthony Davis, Shaquille O'Neal, Elgin Baylor. Are you buying or selling Anthony? Were the buyer sellers part of Anthony Davis, his play recently, and can it translate to the Lakers getting their season back on track? Nope, selling it. Selling it, selling it, selling it. Nope, not buying it whatsoever. Like, you're not going to fall into that trap. You're not, not going to get your buying it whatsoever. Zero. They played Brooklyn. Nets, who's the big man for who's who's the big man for Brooklyn? Who's Anthony Davis going up against? One KD, like Ben Simmons or Royce O'Neal? Okay, too small. 
Pistons. They play Detroit. Who's their big man? Uh, what Bagley? Yeah. Bagley and uh, Bagley. what's old buddy's name that tried to kill LeBron exactly. last year? Exactly. Too small. Then they play the San Antonio Spurs. Come on now. Come on now. He's just he's just he's on nobody. Exactly. Not happening. Not happening. Do you see what yeah, LeBron said though? You see what LeBron said? LeBron got two hurt. more games. Come on, bro. And then the Pacers and the Trailblazers. He may do it to for the end of this month, and then after that, it's a wrap. Like, no, I don't buy that at all. He gonna get hurt because he gonna be playing so much. He gonna tweak his back, and somebody gonna get a rebound over him. He gonna be done. He gonna fall to the ground. What if what if he does it? What if he does it tonight? They're, your your legs are playing right now against against Phoenix. What if they play? What if he does it again tonight against Phoenix? That's a, that's a very well coached team, good defensive team. You give any credit for it? No, not really. We'll <laughs> see. I'm I'm not buying. He's gonna be able to play well tonight. He's not gonna play well tonight. He's gonna lay an egg. Not happening. I just watched him make a jumper. Didn't look ooh, terrible. Ooh. You know, not happening. Nope. I don't have faith in him. I really don't. But he yeah, does look he, good right now, and but he still doesn't have that. I don't, he don't have that dog. So you say like, when he doesn't want to be take the main those, guy. When they take those X-rays. There's no dogs in here. None. No, no zero. Dog, no dog. No Nothing. dogs. Nothing. The X-rays. <laughs> Nothing. Nope. Meow. Not happening. He's gonna get hurt. He's gonna get hurt in the process of this. Because they do are asking him to do a lot. And I'm not buying it because those, yeah, he looked good, but don't nobody else look that great. Westbrook's still doing his thing, but yeah, it's pretty much those two. That's it. Reeves has actually looked good. I thought Reeves has actually been playing very well he has in his been. role. He did too last year, but it's just, there's just not a. I'll tell you one person, Joe. Before I give you my answer, one person I am so sick of watching on the Lakers who I actually like Pat in Beverly. another spot. No, Pat, I still love Pat Bev. <laughs> Some Troy Brown. Oh my goodness, my man! God, he is, like he gets he is, too many minutes. He is infuriating to watch. Lost I've never, player. I've never seen Lost. somebody with, like, and again, this is obviously relative to NBA players, but no bag, try and score as much as this. Nothing. Like, it's uh, nothing. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing, buddy? That's that's Maybe not like, that's not your role. That. I don't know what. Uh, they better stop. Darvin Ham better be like, look. You know who I was when I was an NBA player? I was a backup for the Pistons. We did good things, won a lot of games. That's who you are. You're a backup. Huh? Do your role. <laughs> stop fucking shooting. Stop shooting. <laughs> Doing too much. <laughs> no, but I'm, I I see. This is why we need like Devion to hop on like right now. Because you know damn well I'm selling Anthony Davis. Right. Play. I, you know I'm not going to buy that bullshit. Like, Maybe I may be buying it though. You know, he'd be surprising you. That's what I'm saying. That's what we need somebody to here who actually yeah. might buy the bullshit. He can't buy but, that. Um, I'm I'm selling Anthony Davis's recent play. Like I don't think he's going to be able to maintain that. I will buy the Lakers being able to kind of get back on track and to where I had them preseason into like a play-in type situation. Um, I really like the Russ roll off the bench. I really like it. I think. I think. And look, as the wins start stacking and the the media can't do all the Westbrook or like all the bullshit with, with Westbrook, I think he will continue to buy in more and more and more and really embrace that role because it really is a perfect role for him with this team. 
like if he wants to be successful with LA, that bench unit, run them, get them extra buckets, like like that is that is a method of success, and that can be a weapon for the Lakers, whose starting unit leaves a little to, to be desired, right? Like you know, LeBron at this age, AD with a bunch of bullshit around them is probably at best an average starting starting lineup. But if you have an if you have an average starting lineup with a weapon of a bench, that's a recipe for some success and you can actually even win some games that way. Um so I, I'm I'm liking that. I think I think the Lakers could still use maybe given uh you know I don't I don't know what the, the phone rates are to Taiwan, but hey Dwight, you you sure you don't want to come play big man for us? Bro, out there doing did you see that? Shoot threes. Point, <laughs> Two attacks point for guy, three. Point guy. Oh, what was he? Three God. for ten from three? That's ridiculous. Two, two for ten from two three. That 10. shit was hilarious. Oh, my God. And they God. were going nuts when he made them. Bro, they were going nuts the whole God. I mean, it, it was, yeah, what, 38 points or something? And his, yeah. his yeah, hilarious. Ridiculous. 28 rebounds. It was something crazy. Shout out, Dwight. Shout out. <laughs> Keep doing your thing. Why go Keep to Taiwan? Your... That's so funny. Hey, if you're just looking to have some fun, play some basketball, make a little money, yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Now, Taiwan probably wouldn't have chose that spot. That's like, awesome. you just saw what hap- what is still happening to Brittany Griner in Russia. We know China's potential conflict with Taiwan, like Good for the a little risky, a little risky, but nonetheless. All right. I did my best. I was trying to buy Devian some more time before we got to start sick cut, but fuck him. Should have known better. Should have known better. Fuck him. Got to move on. Uh, he was start sick cut. Big man edition. I like this one. This is and good. Some, some people that have kind of been at different points in their career, you know, thought of very highly, then kind of down, and they've, they've had kind of roller coaster careers. So, power forward edition, Chris Depp's Porzingis, Julius Randle, and uh, Markinen with the fucking first place jazz. Yep. So, Lori Markinen. So, I have it. Still weird to say, but Joe. How, I'm, I am very interested to see how you're gonna you're gonna take this one. I I really want to. Know. I like this. Man, obviously first I'll just do the easiest one for me. I'm cutting Porzingis. I'm done with him. The unicorn <laughs> does not have many horns any longer. He's just a horse. I don't know what he is. I don't, his potential was interesting, but it didn't work out. He's just a, a horse. A horse. Yeah. I'm done with him. So he's cut. I was actually teeter-tottering this. I'm going to sit Laurie Marketing. I, I like his potential. I think he still has some potential. I liked him when he was with the Bulls. I thought it was kind of crazy how the Bulls let him go, but they didn't really have some good coaching at that time. They kind of created a culture of losing before they traded all their pieces, and now they're looking decent. So I liked his potential. I like how he can score. Defensively, he's not there, but I like his ability to score on all three levels. So I like Laurie Marketing a lot. So I'm going to sit him. I got to start Julius Randle because I've seen him at least lead a team to the playoffs before. I ain't happy about it, 
I don't really <laughs> like him that much. He's not like a he's a borderline all star. Let the record reflect. <laughs> Joe Davis is starting the Nick. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. Just because he he took a team to the playoffs, so he he's the only one who's done it before. So I got to give him that. Yeah, fuck that. What have but you, what have you done for me lately? I almost put Lori Market as the starter. I was All real right. close, real real close. I'll do what you were scared to do, Joseph. It's okay. I'm starting Lori. I'm starting Lori Markin. Have you seen how this man's been playing this year? This man's having like 38 point games and game winners. I'm like, bro, right now, I'm starting Lori. I don't give a fuck. And I'm sorry, but I've, I've watched a few Wizards games. I'm digging Porzingis in, in Washington. I think he's playing his role very well. He picked up his, He picked up the slack when Brad was out with sidebar. How many goddamn times is Brad gonna get COVID? Man, like, seriously. bro, are you like, are you licking doorknobs? Like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> like, what, uh, what is seriously. this dude doing to get COVID? He gets COVID every other fucking get month. Vaccinated. <laughs> seriously, like, something. I, I mean, got um, He got to be like super vaccinated by the, how many goddamn strains he's gotten. But you see that setback though he had the other night. Ooh. I did not appreciate what he did to my heat when we had Ooh. seven players active. But nonetheless, Ooh. I am sitting poor Zingas, and I'm cutting Julius Randle. Bro, Randall has been garbage this year. He has been garbage. He was garbage last year, too, a little bit. Yeah. But I seen him take he, He's that's, an all-star. That's, that's three seasons ago to me now. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Don't care. Do not care. I, like – I don't know that it's all his fault. Like, some of it is definitely, like, as they've constructed the team, they did not try to construct it around him, which I think is smart because he's not good enough to be the centerpiece. But they've also done a way where it's like it's they didn't seem to care, like, if he fit in. You know what I mean? Like, it's like it's not like I still like the player. Um, I don't necessarily want him on – my team but i think he can be a player on a successful team yes. it's just him it's, just not, it's not working Brunson very well right now him and Brunson just don't mix well because the thing is like if you Randall have if you ball. have randall yeah like he needs the ball like you know he he's gotta he's gotta be able to play with the ball and now they're taking and the ball Brunson completely the ball out of his hand. well but you know what's crazy though is i, I was digging into some Brunson stats because he's he's not quite He's not living up to what I think Knicks fans' expectation was, which is always delusional anyways. But his three-point percentage is, is, is pretty significantly down this year. And so I was I was looking into the types of threes he was shooting. So when he was in Dallas playing with Luka the majority of the time, I want to say over a little over half of his threes were catch-and-shoot, right? He shoots a very high percentage on catch-and-shoot threes. Now he's almost like basically inverse what his uh, like kind of – three-point mix was this year so this year he's been doing almost half of his threes are off the dribble pull-up threes and only like 30 something percent are catch and shoot and so he's still he's not quite shooting as well as he did on catch and shoot last year but just the mere fact that he's taking more off the dribble is what's really dragging his percentage down and so like what you were saying with julius randall being a good ball handler and a pretty good playmaker I don't know why they don't lean into that a little more. Like, still let let uh, Randall handle the ball. Like, I know they want R.J. Barrett to be a thing. Like, 
I'm getting. To, I'm pretty much to the it's point where it's, it's just not a thing. Nope. It's just not. Like maybe he can be a good third player, but like he's not going to be like the superstar of the Knicks. It's it's nope. just it's not going to happen. He can he can be a good defensive player if he puts his mind to it, and a pretty good playmaker and occasional shot maker. But like it's not working. It's it's not going to be it's not going to be the thing. They all wanted it to be the thing. Sorry. Your lottery sucked. You could have got Zion, but you didn't. Sorry about it. I don't know. Yeah, they got. They got to they they move on. They got to move on That's from that funny. that line of thinking. But all right, a little bit of a short show. It's November. We'll have plenty of shows in the future. I mean, yeah, be, right. and it's Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving week. About to eat good. Joseph, I'll I'll be in St. Louis this weekend. Oh, for real? So. We'll see. We'll I see we... will not. Yeah, of course you won't. I gotta go. To yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta go. We know. I gotta. All eat right, Joe. I'm, I'm it scared. is. It is Thanksgiving week, so maybe it'll change the vibes here. But you know how we end the show here. We choose love. We choose violence. What are you rolling with, Joe? Oh man, I'm. Tr- I. I don't think I have nothing for real. I'm not. I'm pretty neutral. I know it's sad. I, I've been thinking of something like that. Pretty mutual. I mean, no feelings. I mean, no, not really. Why I don't always talk about Trump running for president. We don't even need to give him. I ain't want to go there. I ain't want to go there. I really don't have no hatred. I can show love to Thanksgiving because it's my favorite holiday. But that was gonna be corny. That's fine. That's fine. I'll take it. I'm gonna show love. I'm gonna show love to a community that I think really needs it right now. The LGBTQ plus community. We saw the the tragic event that took place. Um, See, I said uh, nothing, so you can on your soliloquy. Okay. Um, it's 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 a mix of of love. I'm showing love to them, and then hate for the the lunatic right wing conservative uh, fucking faction of this country that enables this type of behavior for those that somehow are living under a rock and don't know um, a gay club in Colorado Springs was shot up by some guy that had been looked at by the police because he had because of bomb threats he's the grandson of a big MAGA um, congressman I believe you know just like a lot of the red flags and you know we can we can you can take as, as many different ways as you want you want you want to take it about gun laws you can take it about gun laws as we all know now in, in America, if there's a mass shooting and you want to play, guess what gun it was? It was an AR-15. Um, but I think, I think the, thing that, the thing that really bothers me about it is we are not even 48 hours since this event is going on. And I'm still seeing people on the, on the, on the right wing media talking about, you know, the LGBTQ plus community grooming people and like the same rhetoric that literally led to this fucking... Uh, this fucking attack happened. So what I want to say is the, to the LGBTQ plus community, I love you. I think you are worthy. You are humans. I I see your value and your rights. Um, and I hate that this is the fucking country that we live in for you guys. It's ridiculous. So I think with that, we will we will call it a show. Three and a possible. We are out. <laughs>